Don't leave crumbs. Homemade breadcrumbs are going to taste better. You'll save money. Let's make breadcrumbs. The easiest way is to start from the beginning, Gil. How did you, um, how did you get involved with Castle Stewart? So we had uh, our very first golf course that we ever did um, was at Craighead, uh, Crail Golfing Society down the road uh, from King's Barnes. And we were finishing up uh, about the time that Mark Parson was kind of getting involved at King's Barnes. And he'd come over and, and, and seen what we did. And you know, obviously the, the sites are completely different, Craighead to King's Barnes. But he, I think, saw that there was something in what we were doing. And then just uh, by happenstance, we had a mutual friend, Colin Sheehan, who uh, was having dinner uh, with Mark in New York City, invited me to come along. And this was about the time Mark was planning uh, to, to get ready to go up to Castle Stewart. And so we had a really good chat about possibly getting involved with him, much as he had worked with Kyle Phillips at, at King's Barnes. And uh, Mark invited me to come over to, to Scotland to walk the site with him, which he had already identified for all the various characteristics of what he thought would make for, for good links golf. And yeah, then all of a sudden we were working together, which was fantastic. Wow. And what year was this? That would have been probably 2006, 2005, 2006. We, we broke ground in, in, in 2007 on Castle Stewart. Um, for those of our listeners that don't know, Mark Parsonen was a visionary in himself and was heavily involved in King's Barnes beforehand and obviously has a very keen eye for the, this sort of thing. How was it, what was it like working with him? Uh, Mark was a genius, um, you know, and unfortunately left us way too early. He was just brilliant in everything that he observed and thought about golf. Um, you know, I, it's interesting when you get into these uh, collaborations, you never know which way they're going to go. Are they going to be good? Are you going to battle? Are you going to fight? But I know Jim Wagner, my partner, and I, we learned so much from Mark. I mean, he was so thoughtful about, about design, about the average golfer, how they appreciate and approach golf, how golf courses need to be playable, you know, wide, linksy. Uh, he focused an awful lot as well on the visual dynamics of the site. I mean, lining up a lot of the holes at Castle Stewart to take advantage of distant views, you know, over to Fort Rose and Rosemarkey or to the, the Black Isle uh, down the Murray Firth. So there were a lot of things that, that Mark really brought to the table for us. And, and we love the, the, the opportunity. I mean, we've always been focused on designing in the field and Mark gave us basically the biggest canvas we'd ever worked on to that point to design in the field and with him step by step with us and, and Stuart McComb uh, the other lieutenant on the project obviously Stuart had worked at uh, at uh, Kings Barnes alongside Mark so we had a great team all of us pulling in the, in the same direction uh, although at the start it was interesting it was a little bit of uh, as Mark said we, when we needed to find the code you know, it was uh, all the whole, both teams. And, and, it, and you hate to say it because it really, at the end of the day, it was such a great uh, partnership. But it was sort of like Jim and I coming to the project from one, one team and Mark and Stuart from the other team. And it was, you know, you kind of bounce around each other a little bit. How do you, how do us, who gets the final say and who does this and, and et cetera. And, and, and to Mark's everlasting credit, he could have done this at every single turn, but he never once pulled the owner card. He never said, hey, I'm the owner. This is yeah. the way I want it. He was willing to discuss and talk a subject to the death and really um, just get into it so much that you 
you're constantly looking over things and, and talking and talking and talking until everybody on the team came out of it feeling good about what we built. built. And that that's an amazing quality for any human being, no matter what you do. Whether it's a little part of picture of business, but he was just, he has a tremendous, tremendous man. Well, I think the routing is certainly something I want to get on to, to shortly because I, I genuinely believe it's some of the most astounding routing that I've ever played and, and ingenious in the way that it leads your eye places. Um, how did that um, collaboration with with Mark work? Did you work together on the routing or uh, was it mostly your design team or how did that work? It was actually mostly Mark. Um, Mark did, had spent a lot more time on site prior to us coming there. And so he had a lot of uh, observations and a lot of ideas that, that he brought to the table. And then he asked us um, to look at it and almost deconstruct it to figure out, see if we could figure out a better way. And, you know, his beliefs were focused a lot on the quality of the ground was more, since we were manufacturing the links anyway, he felt like holes down along the water were going to have a sense of place. But he thought that that was a better sense of place to start. The, the, the front nine and the back nine as opposed to finishing down there again sort of also yeah. the transport up to the top we felt like the upper shelves uh, you know holes five through nine and then also um, holes 13 through 18 on the back were really the important part of the, the puzzle to basically be up above and, and experience the views the long distance views but also the views back down over the water so we were quite happy the way he had organized it and he obviously had a lot of change of direction. I think the, the major changes that, that we made to his routing were holes two and three. Uh, three became a shorter par four. Uh, two became a long, little bit longer par five. And then the way that uh, 11 and 12, kind of 10, 11, 12, uh, changing those around, they were yeah. in a different order. Um, it was 10, then 11 was a, a hole that played up top, and then you played a par three. Uh, before he made the transition to 13. So it was, you know, really just minor tweaking. A couple yeah. of front, couple holes on the back, but Mark had pretty much laid out everything when we got started. 